0: Please rate and review this in the App Store because I want this to be discoverable for others so they can navigate their careers. Hope you enjoy the episode. Righty. What's going on, y'all? Happy Tuesday. I tweeted last week. I said Happy Wednesday, and they go, "Hey, it's Thursday." So I am. Days of the week are incredibly subjective at this point, point. Um, and so uh, Happy Day. Let's just say that Happy Day. Happy uh, day. I'm just update Every day's day is a day. Every day a day, and hopefully you make it happy. I'm excited to be with Shashi. So, um, you know, I talk a lot about ta- talk a lot, and I'm sure Shashi and I will get into it today, just about showing up to to, to networking events, right? Going to meetups, going to conferences. And it's incredibly important. And 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 that conference in in Austin, um, I was able to meet Braden, who's been on the show recently. I met Shashi. I met a ton of people. Um, and 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 so I'm thankful to have Shashi on the show. And 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 we're going to continue to talk about the why it's so important just to show up, right? Why it's so important to show up, be engaged. You know, he and I were chit chatting um, off air before we went live, just about maybe throwing a meet up in Austin about me coming out there and 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 all of us doing our thing, maybe getting the, 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 the great Danny Thompson down. So, again, right. I mean, it's your network is your net worth. Right. And that's not my quote. I've seen that many times, but I think it's just really, really cool. I wish I came up with it. I wish I was that smart, but <laughs> I'm not. So anyways. Enough of me running ramble with my mouth. Hey, y'all, again, thank you for tuning in to Guidance Council 2.0 this morning. What this show is, is this is, a, I, I'm just going to go and say it, it is a networking platform. It just is. Um, you know, I, I, I've realized, so I'm an introvert. I'm just jacked up on coffee usually. Like right now, like Shosh, anybody who comes on my show gets me prime hours. Like this is my point. This is it right here. It, it just all goes downhill after this. And so um, this is a show just to give back to the, engineer, the tech community. Um, obviously, I play in the engineering space a lot. Um, and so, uh, please comment, please say, Hey, please let us know where you tune in from. I've, I've had people, I'm, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. I've had people find jobs on the show. I've had people find mentor mentees on this show. That's also awesome. a lot of people just message me. Hey, I've actually made a really good friends on the show. So please comment, let us know where you're tuning in from. Um, and, uh, and even if you watch it in the future, please, please comment, say, Hey, cause there's a lot of people that kind of just like go through and network with people. Um, the second thing is ask questions, right? Um, uh, you know, I having, uh, guys and, uh, guys on like Shashi is huge. Um, you know, typically they bill for this, um, but now they don't. So, uh, so, you know, ask questions, uh, leverage Shashi's brain. Um, and then I want to give a shout out to, 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 two sponsors of the show. First off, um, uh, I want to give a shout out to that conference again, where, uh, Shashi and I met, um, and they are the official coffee sponsor of the show. So Clark sells coffee beans. Clark oh, is a, uh, coffee, coffee beans. Fanatic. Say what? I think I get his coffee beans. Yeah, it's actually really, really good. When I say actually really good, like you're probably like, ooh, a tech conference It's going to be like really dark, <laughs> kind of gross. No, it's actually really good. Um, my favorite is Sassy Syntax, which is a light roast of his. So very clever. Uh, but also go check out the conference in July. I will be there. I hope to see you there. Also, too, um, uh, w- let's just get into it. We have a lot of people tuned in. So, Ricardo, it's great to see you. Want to give a shout to folks. Uh, Braden, again, Chris, Mark, Cy, Lambert, what's going on? Sabrina, Anthony, um, let's see here. Uh, these happy days are yours and mine. I love it. Scott, good to see you. Bill, Brian again. Um, uh, Damaris, it's great to see you. He's got the best tips he does. Caprina, <laughs> Jennifer, Lincoln you're from Chicago, yeah. Eugene, Alexander, Megan from London. Is that London, like Kentucky, Tennessee, or London, England? Because there's over here, you got to specify. Omar, Alex from Connecticut. I love it um austin man we got man we got a lot of people oh my gosh jennifer holy smokes Dominic, wow no pressure shashi don't suck all right man uh let's another one from irvine i love it to be great great to see you so shash just go ahead and kick it off man who are you what do you do and we'll go from there
1: cool um uh, i'm shashi low uh senior software engineer at microsoft um, the team that I'm on, I'm on is the pricing calculator team. So basically we calculate costs per service um, and there's like 150 plus services. So there's hundred different 50 different teams with different calculations yeah. and all that stuff. So we bring all that in and figure that all out so that when you try to estimate how much things are going to cost, it gives you a pretty you know, great estimate so that yeah. when you go provision that in the portal, um, When your build comes, you know, it's quite accurate. We're trying to be at least. Um, But there's a lot behind that. And, you know, currently, you know, we're building some different products and applications as well, uh, which is pretty cool. But um, also on the side of that, um, I'm a father. And I have – so we did this little talk. And you laugh at me because uh, my title is now CSS Magician. Oh, I know. uh,
0: I (laughs) that came from like what what, what was that like some tweets, right?
1: Yeah, so it came from my talk about pixel perfect. um, Because as engineers, you know, we need to bring design to life, and the term pixel perfect comes in play. And so, I wanted to make this um, statement, Taylor. I have four birthday parties booked to become a CSS magician. Okay, so it is a real thing because all four of my kids have birthday parties.
0: So I'm guaranteed four gigs per year. I bet I bet y'all <laughs> didn't wake up this morning, thought you are gonna a comedy show between us, but here we are. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, but also on the side of that,
1: I love helping people. Like on Twitter, um, yeah. uh, as I was becoming an engineer young, like I didn't have a mentor, and it yeah. was really tough to kind of work my way through things. So I did things on my own. Mm. Some people would give me guidance yada, yada, yada. But I didn't have a true mentor to help me and uh, allow me to shortcut my route to success. So that's kind of why I'm vocal on Twitter and, and helping people and making posts. And it's funny how you say, uh, talk about mentorship and stuff, because I had somebody message me the other day saying, Hey, thank you so much for your posts about finding a mentor. Because through that, I was able to find someone. And I was like, that's amazing. That's all I really need is one person to find someone else to help them, and sometimes people joke like, "Wait, why are you doing this? Is it for growth? Is it for that?" I'm like, "It's yeah. to help you. It's your chance mm-hmm. to use my network to go and find somebody to help you, so that you can um, uh,
0: find success in your career." I love that. I love that. And then uh, our boy Danny Thompson is here. What's up, Danny? <laughs> What's up, Danny? <laughs> Um, all right. So, so, so I I love that. So so let's, let's, let's sit on the mentor thing for a hot second. Right. So does everybody need a mentor? How does one find a mentor? Like, Mm -hmm. so let's, let's talk about that. Cause I'm really big on that. I think I would not be able to be where I'm at right now without mentors in my career. Let's talk about that.
1: Yeah. I would say it is vital, but sometimes, uh, the the human in us thinks that we can do it on our own, right? And we're like, oh man, mentor, forget that. Like, I'm a, i am I can do it on my own. I'm gonna learn my own, um, find the resources my own, and all that stuff. But what we don't realize is there's a mentor in everything we do, mm-hmm. and that person that has experience can be like, hey, like, go this route. This mm-hmm. is what I did. I did all ten of these things. This one one route is the best one. It's the most efficient one. Go down this route, and if you're going to be able to find what you need way quicker than going through the whole year or whatever trying to figure it out. And I think that's what mentor is greatest at, is doing that and also just providing um, feedback and guidance and all of that and just bounce ideas because sometimes we we find things and we're like, hey, is this better or is that better, right? And we ask the mentor and they're like, oh, yeah, that one's definitely better. I've gone through both of them or I've heard others tell me that that solution is probably better. So I would go down that route. And being able to have someone like that is key to your success because um, it's going to, like I I said, it's going to shortcut your route to find success in
0: what you're looking for. How do you approach somebody? Right. I think the approach (laughs) is very important. Yeah stream. So can you mm-hmm. talk about, cause I mean, sure. People watching this like, all right, that sounds great. Yeah, I'd love a mentor. How do I go get one?
1: Yeah. I, I think that's a really tough one because not mm-hmm. everybody wants to be a mentor and that's okay. Right. But you have to shoot your shot and find some people that you align with, that you want to learn from, but also just, you know, construct a, a really good message. Like mm-hmm. just let them know, um, some positivities about what they've done and, and, and why you would like them to mentor me- mentor you and all that. I, I do receive some messages on Twitter about like being able to mentor them. But for me, to be honest, I'm so busy that I don't have time right now. Um, but when I do have time, then, you know, I, I would love to continue mentor. And the way that I mentor now is just through my tweets and through uh, groups and all that stuff opposed to like one-on-one mentoring that to me right now because of my 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 family and my yeah. job and all that stuff yeah. i'm like man i don't have time <laughs> I, I, when uh, i do it i want to go 110 percent in and yeah. if i can't do that then i can't provide that
0: 100 100 um I, I love this danny coming in here mentor another danny mentorship is important. I'm a firm believer that if I've been in the industry for as long as I have and don't give back it's just selfish. I'm here because of the mentors I had and I have to keep that cycle going. I love mm-hmm. that mentality so much. Um so so let's so so let's talk about um Danny Shashi should mentor me. Um so so let's so let's talk about the ask, right? So yeah. um Sabrina comes in here shoot your shot. I've I've become and this is going to sound weird. I have become a freak, but like that sounds weird, but like I've just become obsessed with just going for the ask now, like yeah. I, I I'm just like you know what like tells me no tells me no like not yep. a big deal. Can can you talk about how going for the ask has helped you in your career? Yeah, I think
1: at the beginning of my career, I think most of us feel this way. It's like oh, I don't want to ask. Oh, I don't I don't want to try because what if they reject me? What mm-hmm. what if this happens right? And it's I've gotten to the point where I'm like screw it, go for it because. Oh my. If you don't try, you're going to miss 100% of the chances. You don't even try, right? Like you don't shoot.
0: Michael so, Scott Wayne Gretzky.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Wayne Gretzky uh, uh, quote, right? Because yeah. if you're going to be in the same situation you are by not asking, <laughs> and so yeah. just give it a try and ask. Yeah. And, like I said, not everybody wants to be a mentor, and not everybody has the time at that sure. particular time to say, like, oh, yeah, of course I'll do that. And that's okay. Yeah. Um, but somebody will be like, you know what? Like, you, you know, this message is so uh, uh, heartening. And they're like, I, I want to help you out. Yeah. And you never know, right? And you yeah. might get somebody that is really all in and, and helping you out and all of that. So, definitely, like, definitely go for it.
0: Has there has there been a specific um, time in your career where the ask has really helped you at all? Is there I mean, can can you think of a time, maybe a maybe a position change, maybe mm-hmm. new job? I mean, is there anything that if not, no worries. I know I'm putting you on the spot for this one, but just didn't know if there's a time in your career where going for the ask really paid off.
1: Um, yeah, I I had a um, a recent incident and work. Internet, <laughs> and um i wanted to find somebody that could potentially give me some suggestions and i reached out to one of my skips um not knowing if they would be okay with it and just letting them know like what's going on and stuff and they're like yeah i'm glad you asked because um not many people are willing to you know um uh, confront mm-hmm. and just be like hey like can you help me with this Yeah. Um, And sometimes that's the deal, right? It's like, we're just too afraid to ask because of rejection. But at the same time, it's like, no, like, no, please ask because, you know, we want to help you and we were here to help you. And so that person was able to help guide me like through um, some suggestions and opinions and all of that um, to navigate through the the situation I was going through. And it really helped because it, it hurt because... I had to do something that was really uncomfortable, but it made a lot of sense. And I was like, oh, okay, I gotta yeah. do this. It's going to help me. Uh, and I did. And that w- was really beneficial for me. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: so, so let's, uh, let's talk about um, conferences, meetups, being, yeah. just uh, being in places at places, you know, cause I think there's a lot of people that, um, I mean, here's the deal. I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm actually, let me, let me say this. I'm speaking for myself. I think COVID allowed me to stay at home my whole and allowed me to, I'm an introvert, right? I am. And everyone's like, no, you're not an introvert. I am. The problem is I, you just see me when I'm good. Right. You don't live with me. My wife sees me when I'm bad. Right. And so like, my thing is, is like, you know, I've, I've kind of become selfish with my time and I kind of don't want to leave the house, but man, after coming off last week from going to react Miami and then connect the hot out in Omaha, Nebraska, and just being around the engineering community, I just have a new energy now. And so can you talk about what being in the community means to you and why people need to, sh- need to show up to things?
1: Yeah. I would say that um, going to conferences and meetups is something that we all should do. Um, like at the beginning, I, you talked about networking, right? Yeah. That's, that's a huge thing. And what better way, to go and be with people just like you in your career that because when you go to these events some people sure some people are there just to learn and stuff but a lot of people are there to network like everybody there wants to meet someone new wants to continue to network and it's a great opportunity for you to let them know who you are and to expand your network Mm -hmm. because like that's the the key is networking is gonna get you to places and get you opportunities in your future. And I always say that sometimes the networks you connect with, they are not fruitful right away. But yeah. in yes. the end, they will be or they can be. Majority of them won't be right away. It may it take time and all that stuff. I had a connection. All right, let me tell you a story. Story time. Um, yes. Sasha um, story
0: time. Everybody bought books
1: and did and, and their life. And, and, yeah. Uh, so I applied for a job and I got rejected because I didn't have enough Angular experience. And I was like, that's fine. They were looking for five years, I had none. <laughs> and I really loved the company, right? I loved them so much. I was like, okay, I'm just going to keep in touch with them and connect with this hiring manager on LinkedIn. Okay. So got rejected three years later. Uh, I saw that he was speaking at a a conference in Minneapolis and shout out to my Minnesota people. Um, And when I saw that, I was like, okay, I'm going to attend and go say hi to him. Right. Intentionally Mm -hmm. because I have met him. I never met him in person. I talked to him over the phone and all that stuff. And so, I didn't go to the meetup because something had happened to my son. And so I'm like, oh, I'm bummed out. I went back yeah. and I messaged him. And I said, hey, yo, I saw that you were speaking at the conference. I was going to come up and say hi to you and all that stuff, but hopefully it went well. And he was like, hey, yeah, thanks. You know, thank you for that. And he said, hey, you know what? Are you still looking for a job? And I said, uh, yeah, I am. And then he said, I'm leaving. And I think you'd be perfect to replace me. Stop. And I was like, what? He was Did like, send that email." yeah, yeah. And he was like, yeah, like I, he said this, he said, I didn't even tell my boss yet that I'm leaving, but I think that you're perfect for this position. And I was like, whoa. And so what happened was I got an interview, one candidate went in, killed it. They hired me, flip flop, done. Because I was intentional about my network. I was intentional about, hey, I'm going to keep tabs on you and let you know that I wanted to attend your conference or whatever, or hey, great job on that, um, uh, at speaking at this conference or whatever, right? You never know where these things are going to go. I didn't know that, it, it, but this was like a company that I really wanted to go to. Yeah. And when that happened, I was like, well, networking, networking so- intentional.
0: Talk about being intentional, and I think this could go into the interviewing, right? Because, again, I mean, not we're wrapping up yet, but we're about halfway through now, right? <laughs> so I want to get to everything. Talk about yeah. intentionality. And, and maybe it's interviewing, maybe it's networking, right? I talk about intentionality a ton. What does intentionality mean to you? Yeah. Um, it means that you have to get out of your
1: own shell and mm-hmm. go and be intentional about, like, uh, talking to someone be intentional about catching up with someone. Just be be intentional about um, being up to speed, right? Because sometimes, like a lot of times when I see people have success on LinkedIn or whatever, I'll, I'll put it in the comments, but I'll go into the DMs and say, hey, yo, congrats on that. I'm excited for you, right? Um, and I truly am. But yeah. that intentionality, that that brings you up to the forefront of them thinking about you too. it be like, oh yeah, I remember this person. They were this, this, and that, and that's cool. And guess what's going to happen next time? When I, you know, post my success or something, they're going to come and do the same thing for me. Mm-hmm. And so, by being intentional about going above and beyond, and and being just just being a human, like just connecting mm-hmm. with people genuinely, it goes a long way.
0: And and so, so I've talked about this a lot, and I'm interested to hear your thoughts. Like, I I think we need to view networking over LinkedIn, over Twitter, over your platform of choice as actual networking, right? I still yeah. think yeah. people sleep on the liking and commenting, the DMing on LinkedIn. And, and, and it's, I, I mean, it's completely transformed my career and obviously you have an amazing following and, and it yeah. sounds like, you know, you do the same stuff. I mean, can you just encourage the folks today about how important it is to do stuff like that?
1: Yeah, it. It's very important because I'll tell you what, there's a lot of big accounts that will not, right. They have huge followings, but they don't follow a lot of people. Right. And that's intentional because they feel, I guess it's me now too. We, we, we feel like we want to follow people that we want to um, see in our, our, our timeline. Right. And all sure. of that. But at the same time, we don't know who you are. You could be, a person that connects well with us, but we don't know that unless if you're intentional about it by mm-hmm. commenting, by continuously you letting us know who you are. Right. right? There's a, a friend that I made on Twitter. Uh, his name is Mike Chan. We created a, a community together uh-huh. called let's get technical on discord. Yeah. And he messaged me one day. He said, dude, I love your tweet about uh, mentoring and all stuff. And he had like a hundred followers. Right. I'm like, okay, cool. It said CEO of a startup. I was like, Okay. And then he kept um, commenting, and I was like, "Yo, this guy is pretty cool." Yeah. And then we just got in a, a like a like a coffee chat together. I was like, "Yo, like I didn't expect this from you. Like you're yeah. so cool compared to like um, um, your comments and stuff. I mean, not not compared to, comments, but it, the comments allowed me to 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 be drawn into his personality and to connect with them. And without that, I don't think I would have like gotten closer to him. And because you know, like online, it's so hard
0: to gauge who people are. Right, right. Yeah, and, and I would say you never know, right? It's kind of like what you said, like the COO of a company yeah. had a few hundred followers. Like you just, you know, a lot of the ones with like a lot of followers, and, and listen, this isn't the case across the board, but just yeah. because somebody has a lot of followers doesn't mean they have a lot of pull or a lot of um, influence. Right, and so yeah. I would say you got to treat everybody the same, whether they have a hundred followers or zero yep. connections to two hundred thousand followers. Right? It's no, you guys. You just never know. You just never know. Never know. <laughs> yeah. um, so, so, so let's get into. Um, yes, Jason, this is still live, man. We are still live, and we are still here. Um, so, so let's get into um, interviewing. Right. Yeah. So, last last 10, 10 minutes or so of the show here. You know, you talked to me about how you struggled interviewing. I think that really would resonate with a lot of people. So if you could, if you can kind of go into, you know, kind of your interview story a little bit.
1: Yeah. So two, two years ago, I was looking to jump ship to someplace else and um, I hadn't been, you know, I've been in the force for workforce for a long time. And um, I thought that, hey, like I could probably find a job real quick. I have experience. I can go in, kill the interview and all of that. And granted, um, I was from the Midwest, okay? upper Midwest in Minnesota, Wisconsin. And I'll tell you, like the interviewing style is different than mm-hmm. like Silicon Valley or Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I moved down to Austin and uh, I was looking for a new place and, you know, mostly trying to find Austin remote positions. And uh, by I thought that just by doing it, I can you know potentially land a job in a, a month or two. Hey, Robert, good to see you here, man. He's, he's one of the guys, he's one of my mentee mentors all right, all right, all right. for sure. Um, and by like, I didn't realize that it was different. And so I interviewed so much. It was like a full-time job, um, mm-hmm. for mm-hmm. almost a whole year. Like mm-hmm. I had seven, eight interviews a week, um, mm-hmm. multiple rounds and all that stuff. <laughs> and the hardest thing was the the technical side of things because I'm a doer. Right. And I've been doing the work and all that stuff, I didn't understand the technicalities of how things were being put together. I knew how to do it because I was on the I job and I did you know, put pieces together, right? Like, but technicality-wise, I didn't under- know the right terms or all of that, and that really hurt me because in the interview, they would ask specifically like these terms. I'm like, um, I think it's like this. This is how I do it, and I right. think that was a... a You know, uh, not something that they didn't like because I didn't know exactly what they're talking about. I was like, "Well, I know, I think I know what you're talking about, but I just probably translated differently." And so that, and I always say, like the the coding rounds are tough, right? Like sometimes you'll get some uh, uh, data structures and algorithm questions. Sometimes you'll get some take home questions, and and I always say, you know, like you can't hate the player, but you can hate the game because that's a part of the game is that yeah. a lot of companies, they like to interview that way. So, mm-hmm. if you want to play the game, you have to learn the rules and mm-hmm. play by that. And so, the interviewing style of coding is completely different from your day to day. And I thought that my day to day skills could translate over. I'm like, oh, I got this. And when I'm like, oh, damn, like I can't even do this well and efficiently and all of that. And so not until um, I was able to talk to somebody and they were able to let me know that um, it's not about, like, getting it the most performant. It's about getting it done efficiently and well. Like, it doesn't yeah. have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be, like, like all the way through. We just cool. want to hear your mindset and how you construct this and how you put this thing through. And it could be in, in an iterative approach. And I was like, oh that makes a lot of sense. Like yeah. I was trying to get yeah. the perfect solution down every single time and, right? Oh, it was not working. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, and that's, again, I'm not a developer, but that's the one thing I've constantly heard, right? We, we don't want it perfect. We just want to get, this is going to sound weird, get inside your brain and figure out how you think. There's, there, yeah. there's one question here from Brett. Can you give some tips on getting the technicality down? Knowing mm-hmm. how to talk about what you know how to do. Yeah, that, this one, I'd say
1: it's very tough. It just depends keep, on the person. Keep keep yeah, practicing.
0: But but it's all
1: practice, right? Yeah. Like, like, like what I did out there, what I knew I was failing on is I got books. I got, like, these uh, beginner books, like Eloquent JavaScript and um, all this stuff where I was like, okay, I got to dig in. It. I got to do the work. I got to understand it. Write it, like, pretty much going to school, right? Like, writing mm-hmm. it down, doing some studies and understanding it. And then Practice interviewing. I mm. had I wrote some questions down and I had my wife ask me the questions. Oh, um, and that was one step. And then I also had Mike Chan interview me because he's been at Google, Yahoo, and all that stuff, right? And I said, "Hey, can you can you do a mock interview?" He said, "Yeah." So he did, and he Love gave that. me you know some challenges and stuff like that, and gave me some pointers, um, which really helped because I feel like when you can go to someone that you trust and that has a lot of experience. It's better than going to like uh, any of those other like, interviewing prep courses because sure they'll give you some feedback and stuff, but um, the per- Mike was able to really like hone in on like what I'm good at, what I'm not, and I was yeah. able to take that away and be like, okay, I need to work on this because if I want to find that next job, this is right. these are things that I need
0: to work on and hone on. So I'm I'm curious your thoughts, Sasha. I've, I've talked about this a lot: is um, having a Google Doc, Notion, pen and paper, something. To brain dump all of your thoughts, yeah. concerns, questions, missed after an interview, because my thought is, is if you're going through the interview process, right? You went through the interview process. You said for close to a year. There's, yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of people right now doing it every. It's taken it's taken me around six months right now. I mean, I, I I know I know our guy Emmett who who landed a job. It was almost a year before he found another job, right? So if 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 you're interviewing for that long and you have all this data in a yeah. doc or a notion page, like that's going to be a huge study guide. Yep. So, I mean, i, I curious, curious your thoughts on that.
1: No, I totally agree. Because the day that I started to the day that I landed a job, I was a 1,000% better. Because mm-hmm. after every interview, I didn't write down every question, but I wrote down most questions that they asked me. And then I would go and find, you know, answers for them. Or I would say, mm-hmm. I would ask other people if I was able to get it, you know, I was able to answer it properly. And that really helps because mm-hmm. then you're going to grow along. Not everybody's going to ask you the same exact question, sure, but it allows you to grow. It allows yeah. you to understand, like, if a, if a similar question comes up, how are you going to answer it? Correct. Right? And I think the biggest thing is that the soft skills, right? The soft skills yes. part of it where there's some some tips where, hey, write down your answers in a star format, all that stuff, practice it, yada, yada, yeah. yada. And I was really good at that, but I wasn't good at the other side of things. Yeah. And so that's where I'm like, okay, if I can't even pass the first round of technicality, I can't even get to the, the things that I'm really good at.
0: Correct. So one, I love this from Robert, and I'm really big on this. Avoid jargon mm-hmm. and big words i love this i've become so passionate about it especially with all my content creation i think the biggest thing that plagues a lot of people is technical jargon for the industry right because because i because and i think people hide behind words right they say words there's just words they don't know what it means they just heard about it and so (laughs) what what are your thoughts on this ma'am because 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 i love this right here no it's true like the jargon is
1: sometimes we just say stuff to say it, right? And we don't even know what we're talking about because we just heard it. <laughs> and right. it's like, that's great. But do you understand what you're talking about? <laughs> like
0: probably not sometimes. Well, Most of the times. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Going through here. You got an Eloquent JavaScript is a great book. Um, uh, let's see here. Um, if you miss a question on an interview, solve it, then write a blog post. I love that. You talk about from a content creation perspective? Yep. Love this, um, yeah. Uh, interview yourself if you can. Yeah, I'm really big on interviewing. So I went to school, um, or my minor in college was public speaking, um, and and we had to record ourselves. And I and wish you're I an had,
1: introvert. Come on, bro.
0: Oh, I know. I, I wish <laughs> I had. I wish I. I wish I had a uh, a video of my early college presentation days. The ums, the buts. The yeah. Apple, the so's no. So I, I have you speak of this? So um, have you? done something like this shashi like have you recorded yourself i mean if not i just th- that's fine i just didn't know if, if you use that yeah I,
1: I don't but one thing i do do that similar is i talk to myself in the mirror right i ah,
0: love that it's awkward and, it's, it's hard it's, you, like, Oh like, yeah. not <laughs> it's, breaking eye contact with yourself it, like if you can talk to yourself in a yep. mirror your your wife though, what the hell? Is she <laughs> yeah,
1: she, she does that. She's like, "Who are you talking?" To? I'm like, "I'm practicing." I'm like, "Why don't you, you just practice with me? Why do you have to practice with yourself?" I'm like, "I don't know because you're you weren't around, so it's a good way to practice." Oh, <laughs> but really, really. you know, I think it is good too. Like if you could record yourself, but I think the problem is that because I'm starting to create a uh, YouTube dev content, is mm-hmm. when I get on camera, it's different. <laughs> it's, it, yeah, it's different. You have the nerves. It's just different. But when you're interviewing, like, I don't feel that pressure for me. I don't, I just feel like I'm just talking to somebody, even if it's the camera or whatever. Right. But when you record yourself, it's like, uh, it's a little bit odd, but if you can do that all for it, do that. Talk in the mirror, practice, practice, practice.
0: Yeah. And listen, we all have phones, set up your phone selfie style. Yeah. I have this right here. I do my content on this, but also buy you one of these Amazon $20 set it up google most commonly asked engineering questions read it and answer it film yourself and play it back again it'll help it's a great I tip. Promise. uh danny comes in here i thought if i learned all the big technical words it meant immediate hire yes <laughs> um, all right so we're gonna wrap up here shasha we'll need a part two for sure this is just such good information but i want to respect all no, the time um a- a- anything else that we didn't get to that that you want i have two more questions to end it but i wanted to ask before these last two any any anything else that you want to impart on our viewers and again everybody watching say thank you so much the the comment section oh, has been thank, awesome. for coming. So thank, you, thank you so much um i do want to shout
1: out to robert again robert spear he gave me the single best advice in my career i was freelancing and we were a co- uh, co-working space and we started to work together and he said shashi why are you focused on so many things? And mm. I said, what are you talking about? I thought this is, this is what I was supposed to do to be a developer. He said, no, you're doing design, you're doing development, you're doing backend, you're doing project management, you're doing this, this, and that. Like You're doing so many things. Um, you should focus on one role and be really good at it and specialize in it. And then people and companies will want you and hire for that. And then you can expand your knowledge on other things. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. And that's when I became a front-end engineer is that I fully focus, focus on the front-end. And, and then we worked together and allow him to do the project management and the back-end and all of that. And I took that and ran with it. And my career has thrived since then mm. because now, yes, I can, I'm pretty much a full-stack developer, but I don't say that because my specialty is front-end engineering, UX engineering. And that's what I've been known for. And that helps me with my career, uh, with people understanding what I do and all of that. And yeah. I just want to say, uh, yeah, if anything, you know, follow that guy. He's giving me so much good advice in my I career. Love that. I love that.
0: All right. Last two questions. First question. What tool technology trends are you kind of tinkering with um, that's fun and kind of curious right now? Some tools and technologies
1: right now. Um, I'm doing NX. Uh, yeah. And it builds monorepos. and then where I'm putting a module federation, which from Webpack, on top of that. Yeah. It is super nifty, uh, super cool that you can build an application, deploy it, and then as you deploy new updates to it, it automatically updates if another application is usually utilizing it. So it doesn't care about versioning or anything. As long as you push it up there, it just goes right up. Um, I think those two things are really cool. And oh, yeah. currently right now, um, building a UI component library with Storybook. Um, I've used Storybook before, but uh, with Storybook 4, I believe,
0: the new version that came out, I'm open to upgrade so I can get those new features as well. Yeah, that's awesome. I do want to get to Brayden's question because it is really, really good. Oh, man, we still got questions coming in. All right, we'll be quick. Uh, what's the best way to approach small business about making a website or making their website better as a junior who technically doesn't have any professional experience?
1: Go. Um, I think the best way is to construct uh, an email or a message to them, letting them know who you are. And then the things that can help them improve their website. Yeah. yeah, A a line item of like, okay, from a customer standpoint, this can improve from an analytical standpoint, this can improve. Right. Because they want ROI return on investment. If you go say, Hey, I want to build your website because it sucks. No, that's not, (laughs) that's not going to help. You have to say, Oh, uh, I want to increase the usability of your site because, You know, we can't find it or um, I want to increase the content because content is important for SEO and SEO ranks you higher means that when people search for that particular industry, you'll be able to get up there higher. Given them analytics and numbers and justifications for user and return on investment, I think that's a really big thing.
0: I love that. And Danny chimed in too. It says also just just ask, which I love. Um, last last question that came in again. These are all like really long, these are like really in-depth questions, but we're just yeah. gonna have we gotta go. How do you handle <laughs> interview <or> do anxiety? <sighs> uh, does it ever go away? It never I feel like it just never goes away. It it never goes away. I would
1: say that when you have that anxiety during the interview, just breathe. Just breathe, yeah. and then also be honest with them. And be like, "Hey, can you can you give me um, 30, thirty seconds, seconds. off yeah. off camera? Um, I, I just need to collect my thoughts and stuff." Yeah, be honest with it. And if they can't respect that, that means that you shouldn't go there, right? right. Because there needs to be a mutual respect there. Because interviewing is not easy; it's a whole skill, and it's on its own. Like. It's different. It's completely. Don't
0: feel like you have to answer the question immediately, right? Yeah. You're say, "Hey, listen, can can I get thirty like thirty seconds and let me let me kind of just jot some stuff down, exactly. right?" And it may be awkward. But that's okay, right? I feel like a lot of people are like, they got to like bang, 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 bang. <laughs> bang, bang. <laughs> like, no, like, like, it, like, hey, can can I have a minute? I have my pen and paper. I'm just jot, jotting some notes, collect my thoughts. Everyone's gonna be like, yeah, because you know what that shows? You're methodical. You're intentional, yeah. which is what hiring managers want to hear. So, yeah. All right, last question. We'll wrap it up. This show is called Guidance Counselor 2.0 because we had guidance counselors in middle school, high school, and college, but now as adults, we don't really have a true guidance counselor. What would be your biggest career advice for your? What would be your biggest piece of career advice for your younger self?
1: My biggest advice would be to network, to build connections and to continue to expand those connections because you never know when and where those connections will come from. And like I was saying in earlier in uh, this live stream was I had a connection that wasn't fruitful right away, but after several years, it got me a job, a, a, almost a dream job that I uh, had always coveted for. Um, and c- I continue to make networks today, but my younger self would not go to meetups, would not be upfront, would not be confrontational, would not be intentional. Right, because it will say, "Oh, I don't want to. It's too hard. Oh, I don't want to. Like it's too much work." That's the whole part of it. Is it's not easy, but you need to do it because by doing that, like even if you're an introvert, like you, you, I'm not saying I go up to somebody and say, "Hey, how you doing?" Whatever, but like intentionally like message someone on LinkedIn or you, Twitter or some but or something. That's a good step. Going yeah. to a meetup and intentionally making connections because everybody there is there to make connections as well. Yep. That is the, probably the biggest thing in your career is to to build a network, to continue to build relationships. And that's going to continue to just be like it, – it's going to forever be there where in the future um, some of these connections will come back and help you out or you can help them out as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, y'all. Well, you guys have a good one. That was a blast. Shashi, stay on real quick so I can bye, say bye to you off air. Y'all, thank you so much. Go connect with Shashi. Hope you all had a great day. Tomorrow, it's just going to be me. I'm actually going to talk about basically like a few steps. If you get laid off today, what do you have to do? So we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Um, And uh, yeah, so y'all have a great Tuesday. I'll see y'all tomorrow morning, 9.30 a.m. Central. Peace. Hey, you did it. You listened to an entire episode. And I am very grateful because you know why? There's a lot of podcasts out there. There's a lot of episodes and I myself rarely finish an entire episode. So I appreciate you so, so much for listening. Quick reminder, please rate and review this podcast in the app store. I want this to be discoverable to others. And the only way that happens is if you take the time right now and rate and review it. Please, like right now, unless you're driving, then don't do it. So thank you again. If you need to reach out to me, taylor at vaco.com or at T and on all social media handles, and I hope you have a fantastic day.